likes who this. Episode 132, Wayne in with Travis Hartman. I am B-Money, the producer. That over there is the talent. We can Trav. We can Trav back in studio, and we got to talk. Most valuable prospects to here in Orlando, Florida at the Carib Royale. Uh, that's brought to you by MVP Promotions, Box Lab Promotions. It is at the Carib Royale. It's this Friday, August 18th. We can Trav. Gosh, we sound like money. New mics, who dis? Bingo. So we can travel. Let's talk uh, about this event. It's a big one because the last time they did the MVP, the Most Valuable Prospects show, it was back in May, the end of May. Same location, same venue, Carib Royale. Went really well. Really well. A lot of celebs in attendance for this thing. And here, the main event, we got Nestor Bravo taking on Will Madera. Uh, and then also, if we kind of run down a little bit of the card there, it's all primetime fights here. It's all solid contenders fighting one another. I mean, I'm going to say it's even more than solid. Look at this. I'm just going to read off one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I'm going to read off seven fights that are taking place, okay? I'm going to start at the main event, which is Nestor Bravo, 21-0, and 0, fighting Will Madero, 17-2. and 2. Damian, I can't say his last name, Les Calais, he's 4-0, and 0, fighting Hugo Norego, who is 8-0. and 0. Elijah Flores, who we've watched a couple different times, a budding prospect for sure. He's 5-0. He's fighting Elijah Williams, who is 6-0. The next one, Julian Smith, 6-2. Julio Rosa, 8-2. Lorenzo Medina, heavyweight, 7-0 versus Antonio Torres, 4-0. Alexander Vega, 6-0 versus Javier Alea, uh, Alea, 3-1. Ingram, 5-0 versus uh, 0-0-1 guy. That's the worst record on the card, by the way. The guy's 0-0 with one draw. That's the worst record on the box rec card as of right now. So what I failed to mention, these are going to be on DAZN, uh, folks. So just like the first show, was, I believe, was also on mm-hmm. DAZN. Um, so most valuable prospects, too. What are you thinking, Weekend Trav? I know you will be in attendance this Friday with uh, several others. I cannot make it because it's B-Money's birthday. Happy B-Day. Thank you. Thank you. Happy G-Day. Isn't that the thing to say now? Do uh, I say happy G-Day? I don't know. It's like uh, it's like no cap. What I'm, does that mean? I'm 40 now. I'm trying to be hip. I don't know. You can't I don't do know it. I hurt my hip <laughs> talking about it. Um, dude, how long have we been talking about Box Lab promotions? A couple of years now. Mm-hmm. More than that, actually, I think. They are solid. Oh, yeah. What up, guys? What up? Eric, we love you guys. Box Lab, you're awesome. Uh, but you guys... We give it straight. We give it real here, okay? We're genuine dudes. Mm. We don't try to sugarcoat anything. If Mm-mm. you hear our podcast, we give constructive criticism. And we gave Box Lab a lot of constructive sure. criticisms early on. And I'm not saying they listen to us. We're not that cool. But I'm just saying that the criticisms that we had, they more than fixed them. Yeah. Because the last couple of, not last couple, last year or so, their shows have been amazing. But what people need to know is DAZN, is the biggest boxing network in the world right now, okay? They're the ones that were showcasing Canelo Alvarez, Anthony Joshua, all of those big-time fighters, okay? So they're a big network. Mm-hmm. Orlando, we're getting that right here in Orlando yeah. at the Carib Royale. So I highly recommend people go to this fight. We put our money where our mouth is because we go and we buy VIP tables, which, by the way, VIP tables are sold out, okay? There are still ringside tickets on the other side that you can still get and purchase them. Go to Ticketmaster and check it out. But there's a reason why these these tickets have sold out. These fights are good. They have delivered in the past, and these fights will deliver again. They are high-level fights. One, Nestor Bravo. 
Okay, he's 21-0. He's ranked by the WBO number 7 in the world, by the WBA number 8 in the world at super lightweight, which is 140 pounds. These are high-level fights, people. Like, these are high-level fights. He's fighting Will Madero, who is up there by box rec rankings, which aren't the official rankings. Box rec rec has Madero rated a lot higher than Nestor Bravo. Mm. So by box rec standards, this is a big fight. Yeah. And I think it's a big fight, too. It's definitely great, not just because it's a local show, but because of the notoriety. And who knows? I mean, this is uh, most MVPs know him because it's Jake Paul's promotion. So who knows? Maybe yeah. he's he'll be in attendance amongst others like the first time in May. Think him, Fat Joe, Amanda, Amanda Serrano. Serrano. Antonio Tarver was yeah, there. Yeah. A bunch of WWE guys who I don't follow it. But B-Money was like, Trev, do you realize who was there? The no, one, I didn't. The one time, not the one time, but a couple of times that I'm not at a show. It's this show, which uh, yeah, yeah, it is what it is. Uh, so maybe I'll make MVP three. Maybe I'll make most valuable prospects three. I'm sorry I was born on August 18th, so I uh, <laughs> can't make it. But this is fr- what a great day, though. Absolutely, Friday night fights. We like that. It's going to be the the main show starts at 6:30, or at least doors open at 6:30. We can Travis right Ticketmaster. We'll put a link below as long as there's still seats around and stuff like that. So we'll put a link in the description if you're on uh, following us on YouTube or subscribing on YouTube. And he's right. We're looking at some ringside seats available, some general admission seats all the tables sold out a lot of the areas are sold out so folks i mean general admission is about 40 bucks some ringsides about 75 that's 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 pretty good rates actually for for this stuff for um, these high level fights yep. that's a hundred percent good rates yeah absolutely so uh, take a look uh, if you have nothing going on friday if you're not going to hang out with me on my birthday which who does <laughs> I'm, I'm 40 i'm gonna be 41 years old what am i doing i'm probably gonna go be to money sleep. um so uh, we can travel anything out of these fights Okay, we've seen a handful of these guys in action before with Box Lab. Anything that stands out that you are mainly interested in? Is it the main event? Is it the co? I mean, what what's the match that you're looking for? There's a couple most? interesting ones on the undercard, which I'm going to say Elijah Flores, who mm. I think is a budding prospect. This mm. kid is fighting top-notch guys early in his career. He's only 5-0, and he's fighting a 6-0 and guy. I believe we went to one of his fights. I think last year it was. He fought like an 8-1 guy or an 8-0 guy even maybe, um, and it was a great fight. On a, he, he took a last-minute replacement fight against a guy who was amazing and the fight was tough but it's tough fights like that that elijah flores took that is going to make him better in the long run and elijah flores by all accounts seems like he's in it for the long haul i believe he was in camp with gervonta davis Mm. he was sparring with gervonta davis before the ryan garcia fight so elijah flores i'm really looking out for this kid because i see him taking these hard fights early which all that tells me is that this kid is trying to prepare to be a world champion because when you take tomato cans early in your career, you're building a false sense of confidence. Right. And I don't believe this kid is looking to do that because now he's taking on Elijah Williams, who's 6-0. and I don't know a lot about Elijah Williams. Right. I just know that he's 6-0, and which is a pretty phenomenal record. Another guy who kind of flies under the radar is Lorenzo Medina. Mm. He's 7-0 and heavyweight. Mm-hmm. He doesn't – he's in a better shape than Andy Ruiz – but he's a little softer deceiving, looking, yeah. right? He's deceiving, but the kid can fight. Mm-hmm. He can take a big punch, and he knows how to fight. So I'm kind of looking for that fight, too. Yeah, so both, um, and that's not to take away from any of the no, other fights, no. by so, no means. And both of those fights that we can Trav mentions, those are both uh, six-round fights. Um, it looks like Elijah Flores, that'll be at 147. Medina, I believe that heavyweight's not listed here yet, but it probably is. Uh, him against Antonio Torres. Yeah, definitely is. Um, now, the co-main event and main event, both 10 rounds uh, in the ring there. 
Uh, I'm, I'm not quite familiar with the co-main. Obviously, we've talked a little about the main. Uh, so let, let's uh, let's move and talk about the main event then. Nestor Bravo, Will Madero. So the reason why I want to bring this up a little bit is because a fight that just happened last night. Mm. Okay. Last night on ESPN, there was ESPN Plus, ESPN. It was a big time fight. It was Oscar Valdez versus Navarrete. Mm-hmm. And the reason I bring it up because... Oh, I thought you were going to mention... Richard Torres Jr., my oh. guy. We'll talk about that <laughs> That's in a few later. We'll That's B-Money's we'll guy. But we will talk about that right. for sure. It's right. worth talking about. Um, and I got a fun fact for you, by the way. Good. I and like I don't facts. know if you brought it up or not, but you might have or you might not have. But I got a fun fact about him that I didn't know mm. about um, Richard Torres. Length. Great mustache. Got it. Um, so my point is Nestor Bravo. Nestor Bravo's last fight, which was in February at the Crib Royale that me and B-Money were at, he fought this guy named Jair Valatierra. Who actually fought in the co-main event last night against a guy named um, Delgado? Let me make sure I got his name right. Yes, Lindolfo Delgado, who was seventeen and zero. Okay, this guy lost a ten-round decision to Delgado. But the reason I bring him up is because Javier Valtierra fought Nestor Bravo mm-hmm. to a no contest at Crib Royale. Yep. So what I'm getting at is. We're seeing high-level fights in the world right here in Orlando, Florida because of Box Lab promotions, now MVP promotions too. But Box Lab, they're the founding fathers right here in Orlando. I mean, just smart promotion being on Friday, I think, because Saturday tends to be – you're dominated by if there's anything going on overseas, it's going to take you about mid to late afternoon, early evening. Then if there's a big card in Vegas or wherever else, it's going to get you Saturday night as well or if UFC or another combat sports – Aaron, but usually Friday is pretty calm. There's sometimes some uh, bare knuckle on Friday or some other things, but to be the the source of the eye or the, to be the, where the eyeballs are going on that night, because right now we're still what football hasn't really started up yet. Preseason has, basketball hasn't started, baseball is going, hockey's not going. Like there's nothing else. This is prime for boxing right now. Prime, and and especially even on the gambling side. I mean, it's great. It's great. Great promotional work. Getting that on Friday. Here in Orlando, Florida, that's uh, Most Valuable Prospects 2 at the Carib Royale, Orlando. And that's going to be uh, brought to you uh, in part uh, by MVP Promotions and Box Lab Promotions. Going to be shown on DAZN, and that uh, door's open at 6.30 on Friday, August 18th. Nestor Bravo, viva Puerto Rico! There we go. And so- Jake Paul, and all of his faults, and all of his whatever you want to give him crap for, he's promoting other fighters. Yeah. And he's making boxing. Can I, can I say it again? Can I say that he's making boxing great again? Well, has it? <laughs> well, well, you tell me then, because you always has it fallen off. And in, in my opinion, so this is what I tell everybody. And I want to go ahead. And, so I just read a thing. Let me. So Nate Diaz, right? Oh, here fought we go. Jake yep. Paul. Yep. A couple weeks ago, he lost. That then it is what it is. That was that fight was whatever it is. But. I'm reading right now the source, uh, Zach Rosenfeld of Nate's, Nate's representative, right? Mm-hmm. Nate Diaz made around $20 million versus Jake Paul, which was more than his entire UFC career combined. And we mentioned that going in. I mean, guys like that are going to step up. You know what? If it's a paycheck, if it's this, they're beyond their prime and stuff. I understand that. But how are you going to not take that? How are you not going to take the most money you've made in one event one event. One event. A 10-round fight, which was it's 10 m- times 3, 30 minutes it's of fighting. It's more 
than you've made in your entire combat sports and career. And 39 years old. And on top of that, and I don't know if that part of that 20 is also the fact that they co-promoted that show as well. So Nate Diaz's new promotional company was part of that. And if they go into the MMA circle for the next fight between the two of them, if they do that, then he's also going to be co-promoted. I don't know if part of the money is from that or if it's just, that was his pure pay, but smart thinking. Smart thing. And for as much of the ganja as he smokes, that was pretty, that was pretty dang smart. <laughs> yeah, and I think the ganja got to his head a little bit because the reason I brought that up was because there was a one-on-one interview with Jake Paul mm. and Nate Diaz. Mm-hmm. He sat down with DAZN, who that fight was on DAZN. Mm-hmm. By the way, DAZN, biggest boxing network in the world. No big deal. And they're here in Orlando, Florida. Friday. For most valuable promotions. August too. 18th. August 18th, Friday. Crib Royale. Tickets available. Ticketmaster. <laughs> check the link Check the link below. We don't get paid for that, by the way. We don't get paid we for don't. any of this. We don't, man. Um, but the reason I bring it up is because B Money was alluding to, I'm saying, bo- make boxing great again. And B yep. Money was like, I thought boxing has been great, Trav. It has. And this is the point I'm going to make is Nate Diaz, in his one on one interview a couple days before the fight, he scoffed at boxing and said, Nobody's watching boxing. They're doing UFC and MMA. So I just, I get it. A lot of people come to me, though. This is genuine. I'm being honest here. A lot of people, and it's older people usually, too, and younger kids, they'll come to me and be like, yeah, Trav, but like UFC is more popular than boxing, right? And I'm like, guys, let me, let me explain this to you. Nate Diaz, perfect example, just happened. He made $20 million in a boxing match. More than he made, he's 39 years old, and he's never fought a boxing match before. That was his first. That was the most he's ever made combined in his whole MMA career. So I'm t- I tell these kids, I'm like, listen, you can think what you want, listen to the media, listen to ESPN, whatever you want, but I promise you, boxing is doing amazing. And he wasn't a slouch in MMA. I don't think he was ever a UFC champion. He fought champ- Conor McGregor. He yeah. beat Conor McGregor. But I'm saying, he, I don't think he was ever a UFC ch- oh. ever a UFC champ, but he was a main draw, right? People wanted to see him, so he usually main evented no matter what. Surely he was a champ. I don't think he was. Really? Honestly, because I think his weight fluctuated a lot, but he was a draw because of everything he brought out. Was Conor not a champ when he beat him? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. So don't quote me on that, or actually do quote. Comment Bring below. It. Bring Am it. I wrong? I don't remember if Nate Diaz was actually a UFC champ of whatever weight class. I don't know. Uh, but that being said, he was a main draw. So that means the main draws in that promotion get paid the most, right? But the most there is still peanuts. You're talking the, the, the kind of money that not even a co-main event makes in boxing. Yep. Maybe like the, the third fight, the second fight yeah. makes that kind of it's, money. Listen, and I'm, and don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to pit UFC versus no, boxing no, at all. No. I'm just trying to tell you guys the facts that UFC is exciting for sure. I have a ton of friends that love UFC. We have former UFC friends. Mike Perry used to fight in the UFC. Mm-hmm. Not anymore. But we have guys that like, you like the UFC. I sure. don't mind the UFC. It, it is what it is. But when people try to tell me that it's more popular, I just try to just, I lay it out for them. Canelo Alvarez making $35 million minimum per fight. You have guys like right now it's happening too. Nganu is going over and fighting Tyson Fury now. Mm-hmm. Nganu made six hundred thousand dollars in his highest payday mm-hmm. in UFC. This guy's gonna make between five and ten mil mm-hmm. in one boxing match. So they're not just bringing this money out of the blue for boxing. That means that somebody's watching it. Okay, the advertisers are paying for it. The people are showing up for it. Right. So. People are watching boxing, and I hate to break it to people, to UFC guys, to to MMA guys. Boxing, right now, right now, this very moment, this year even, 
boxing is the king combat sport. Mm-hmm. And I'm not, I'm biased, yes, but by the numbers, mm-hmm. boxing is the king combat sport, period. Not even, it's not even close, okay? Right. And we can even, and I'm not even including bare knuckle boxing, because right. even though it is boxing, that's super popular too. Yep. But boxing in general, if you take the ratings, if you take the paydays, boxing is the ultimate combat sport right now in viewership, in pay-per-view sales, in um, purses for fighters. It's the ultimate. Yeah. It's the king. Yeah. It would take a lot to change that. And and, what, and I've always said this. It's not apples to apples. You can't compare the two directly. Agreed. They're, but, you know, they're both on the table somewhere. And you're going to have overlap. You're going to have fans that love both. Some that are are drawn to boxing because they were combat UFC type fans first, et cetera, et cetera, and that's okay, okay? Because one thing that they don't talk about in, in demographical stats like this, when it comes to comparing the sports, is that there's overlap. If I'm there's a fan, a if I'm a fan of boxing, I could just as well pay to watch UFC too and enjoy it. So the dollars, all that matters is that these guys are getting paid more on the boxing side. But we digress. Right. So that's uh, so we talk MVP two. That's on the 18th. Uh, you talked a little bit about the I think it was top rank that was on ESPN plus yep. over the weekend. But let's talk about my guy, Richard Torres, Jr., former Olympian. I don't even know if you say former silver medalist. They're always silver medalist. They're never a former Olympian. They're just always an Olympian. I like it. OK. Mustache man. He I think he gets his power from his mustache. It is. It's like Samson. If you shave that thing off. That's good. That's it's really gone. good. It's gone. Um, and he's he's got the old school AC Slater haircut. He's got it all. Okay. Uh, probably height wise, he looks, in my opinion, a little short for he's heavyweight. Though. But still short for he looks what shorter. you would he does. think when about he a heavyweight. Thing, he does. But he is. He's a thick, mean boy. He's like and 230 his, something. Those. And his cardio is clutch too. So that being said. We don't know though because he hasn't had to go for it. He anymore. hasn't had to. Okay. It's easy to get excited about a guy like this. It is. But tell me what your stat is. You you teased me a little bit. What's the stat? So I didn't know this. Mm. It's pretty cool. If you look at our Weighing In with Travis Harmon Instagram page, I posted a bunch of stuff there. Check it out. His knockout's on there. It was a good knockout, yeah. by the way. Against like a 13-2, and two, a 13-3 and three guy. Yeah. Pretty legit for his fifth or sixth profile. A little soup canish, but okay. You know, the guy, but the guy's 40, but also the guy but wasn't still terrible. knocking out a guy. It's not, it's, it was how he beat him. It was on him. ESPN, you know. It was how he beat him, though. Yeah. He knocked him out clean. Yeah. Check our page out. But he was valedictorian. Smart guy. Like, this is, I lo- this is why I love boxing, because I want to tell the general public that the, the whole stipulation of when people box, they think, oh, they're stupid. They couldn't do anything else, right? Richard Torres, I believe he was a silver medalist in the so, Olympics. Yeah. Yep. Now he's an undefeated professional boxer. 6-0, and I think, is what he is now. Mm-hmm. He was 5-0. and I think he's 6-0 and now mm-hmm. with that win last night. Valedictorian of his class. Like, to me, that's amazing. Yep. And they showed it on his ESP, on, the, on the profile. They were showing before his fight. And I looked at it. I zoomed in because they don't really – and you know what's funny is none of the announcers brought it up. This is why – Weekend Trav or B Money should be We're doing ready. ESPN fights because Bring us are in. you kidding me right now? We're How ready. is that not a stat that you wouldn't say? B Money. If I'm That's the on first there, thing I would say. I'm saying, are you kidding me? Do you guys not see this guy? Listen, yeah, he's an Olympian. He he's undefeated. He's a he's a silver medalist. He he did this, he did that. This guy's a valid Victorian of his high school class. I keep talking because I'm trying to, to me, find his That's page. amazing. I'm trying to like, find his Instagram. Page. Richard Torres, hard worker, but 
I think he might be in the wrong era right now as a heavyweight boxer because... I'll push back on that, but keep going. You can all you want, and I'll be okay with it, but it's the heavyweight division right now is more of a super heavyweight division. It's Tyson Fury, 6'9", mm-hmm. 276. Be money. As much as you love this guy, in any planet or any scenario, can you see Richard Torres beating Tyson Fury? No, but I don't think that'll ever come to be. And it here's why. Because retired by then. Because we've talked about the heavyweight division recently and kind of the, the stars lining up for certain guys to fight certain guys. But honestly, the heavyweights right now, I don't see a lot of longevity there because I think they're at a certain point they're going to be done. They just don't want to extend into the late 30s and 40s, right? And I think once they kind of all fight each other out, it's the new crop, the new wave of guys coming. So maybe... And for all I know, Richard Torres cuts weight and he drops out of a heavyweight, goes to like cruiserweight or something like that. Oh, he's like 230-something. That's a lot of weight to cut. Um, yeah. so, so he's staying heavy. So I think guys like that are in, that are in that range, you know, the 4-0, the 5-0, the 6-0 right now that are young enough, they just got to bide their time. You think they're going to they're gonna outlast the they current guys? They will outlast because those current guys have been around for a long time and they're still ducking each other and they're still not fighting each other and various issues are coming into play. You got Tyson Fury, who you say is arguably one of the best pound for pound in the world, though he only has one of the titles, a heavyweight. He's fighting an MMA guy rather than fighting somebody that we want to see in the boxing I world. I know. But more power to him because he's also getting that guy a paycheck, Nganu. Uh, but yeah, also collecting a paycheck. But. Absolutely. But we see the the fight, that, the matchup from yesterday that was Anthony Joshua. Versus Robert Hellenius. Who was knocked out first round by Deontay Wilder, yep. seventh round by Anthony Joshua. In, a, in my opinion, a pretty uh, snooze fest of a fight. My it opinion. Was, it was. Uh, seven rounds. Uh, but these guys aren't fighting each other. So you got somebody with passion, excitement that's going to get better, okay? Where some of these guys like a Joshua are peaking in town. They're not. They're not going to get any better. I think he did. He probably did a couple years ago. We talk about Andy. Andy Rez. What happened with that Wilder? That fell apart. Everything's falling apart. So these guys just need to bide their time. The younger heavyweights, patience, patience. Do what you need to do. Collect checks. Build a name, build a resume, and you'll be propelled there before you know it, right? Because Andy Russ can't. Where did Andy Russ come from? He, I don't even know if he filled in for somebody, but when he won, oh no, he did. Yeah, when he beat Anthony Joshua, he it was on ten days' notice. He knocked Anthony Joshua out on ten right days' notice. Right place. It was a short notice fight. Right place. Yeah. Right time. Yeah. That's what it takes. I mean, listen, you're not wrong, but, but my biggest but is this. What you're saying, though, you're openly admitting that you don't think Richard Torres could beat those guys. No, not in this moment. I think he could. I think he could probably beat Anthony Joshua, even though Anthony Joshua towers over him. Wow, that's impressive. You don't um, think so? I mean, in all of Anthony Joshua's faults, I his fight last night resurrected me. Oh, a boy. skosh. Wait, wait, a skosh. How big is a skosh? It's really small. Is it? Right, right. It's small. Um, but listen, his knockout was impressive. The way he did it. But you're right. Last night, his it was boring leading up to that. But that's the heavyweight division. It can be. And he's a anyway. head case. What's up with this I guy? I do think that the whole reason why he's with Derek James now. This is a second fight with Derek James, which is Earl Spence's uh, coach. Is I think that nobody's teaching Anthony Joshua anything new. Okay, this guy was an amateur Olympian. I believe a gold medalist too. Like this guy knows how to fight. You're not teaching anything new. I think what you're doing is managing his mental health. I do. Because 
every every person has to manage mental health for sure. sure. But I think Anthony Joshua at the level he's at, I think he had a mental breakdown after Andy Rez beat him. Mm. Because even in that fight, when he lost, he was clear-eyed and open. He didn't get knocked out cold. But even when he came back and won? It was won, weird. Even when he came back and won? Even when he came back and won, his confidence is gone. Well, yeah. That's what I'm saying. And it was just, he was a different fighter post-Ruez. Mm. Because even when he beat Ruez, he it was a scared Anthony Joshua that beat an overweight yep, and out-of-shape Ruez in the rematch, which... If you, Andy Rez, even in shape, people would say he's overweight, right? But the rematch, it was, Andy Rez was terrible. He was 20 or 30 pounds overweight over his first fight against Joshua. Okay. So besides all of that, Anthony Joshua, his confidence is gone. Mm. Even in Robert Hellenius' fight, this fight that just happened last night, which was a Saturday night, we're recording on a Sunday. Mm -hmm. But Anthony Joshua's fight on Saturday night was very very uninspiring was very tentative he was very scared to engage finally he engaged knocked the guy out who took the fight by the way on seven days notice oh my gosh good for robert helenius he was coming off of a fight he just fought the previous weekend so he was probably in shape he was and helenius by the way though is no joke he's not a tomato can no and the fact that deontay wilder knocked him out in the first round is pretty impressive actually it was very impressive that Wilder did that. Um, but now Eddie Hearn and Joshua claim this. Eddie Hearn's claiming that in January, they're going to fight Deontay Wilder. I won't hold my breath. I, I right? agree. So, so I mean, because here's the thing. Name the top five heavyweights right now. Uh, Tyson Fury. Mm-hmm. Usyk. Mm-hmm. Deontay Wilder. Mm-hmm. Anthony Joshua. Mm-hmm. Ruiz. Mm-hmm. And then you got a bunch of guys nipping at the butts. Jared Anderson is a young heavyweight. You got a whole bunch of guys coming up that are nipping at the butt. You got Luis Ortiz. My point. You got of. you got the guys that are in the main conversation, but then there's a crop of guys in that six to fifteen range. Yeah, for sure. Right, and uh, you know, going back to this, and I, I'm not going to we're not going to. There's yeah. a guy that fought on that cartoon named Hergovich. He's like ready to like nine by the the Ring Magazine at heavyweight. But right, and but, so and we so, don't we don't want to give a ton of airtime to this. But the fact being is that. From about six on down, it's pretty tight, and you can kind of do some matchups there, and it starts to become interesting again because the top five guys, it ain't happening, man. It ain't happening, and not for a variety of reasons. And so we want to give this plug at the very least. If you follow us on Instagram, we also follow this guy. Uh, that is Richard Torres. His handle is the, that's T-H-E-E, Richard Torres, that's T-O-R-R-E-Z, the Richard Torres he is on Instagram, and he's a funny dude. You got to follow us because he's funny. He he's, has personality. He's like a wholesome guy. And he has personality, so I'll give it to him. So there you go. He was victorious. My, one of my prospects to look out for. Uh, we can Trav, is there anything that we missed here on episode 132? No, B-Money, I think we covered a wide range of stuff, and we've done pretty good. Okay, but so also, August 18th, Box Lab Promotions. MVP. Most Valuable Prospects 2 coming to you from the Carib Royale Orlando. Get your tickets at Ticketmaster. Uh, Put the link down below. We don't get paid for that. Just click it if you want to go. And it's in Orlando, Florida. uh, Doors should open at 630. A lot of good fights there. Uh, We can travel. What we want to do is shift gears a little bit and kind of transition. We're not sitting in it. We're not over there. But we are going to talk a little bit of Bourbon Lounge action, and that's with this Maker's Mark Private Select. Which year is this one? 2019. Where's All right. Box at it? Where did I put? Oh, it's over there. Yeah, 
It's a. Uh, you got headphones on, brother, so don't walk away. I, know, I can't. So let's say 2019 Maker's Mark Private Select. Uh, we can try. We've had a little bit of it now because we've been talking boxing and this. We didn't talk our beards. But this is the number one beards bourbon and boxing podcast shot in Orlando, Florida, specifically Laurier Park, specifically in a boxing gym on the second floor of said boxing gym in the TH Boxing Podcast Room, shot on a Sunday or Monday, today being Sunday, dropping on. Wednesday morning at 7.15 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. In, in the, the world, world that is ours uh so we're talking bourbon now real quick makers mark private select from 2019 weekend trav you and you and i both had it on ice usually you go neat this time this we didn't we this both did true. the same thing chilled a little bit what are you thinking on this this is pretty solid so this is makers mark and i believe we have had a makers mark before but this is um it's a generation of proof it's a box and it's the 2019 edition the 2020 edition mm-hmm. and the 2021 edition mm-hmm. um i got this as a birthday present from a very good friend and i believe his business is called windermere collision but i'm waiting for a text message back to make sure and confirm that but this was a birthday present from him so and today right now it's a private selection of the 2019 series of maker's mark Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey, barrel finished with 10 selected oak staves. Is that the logo? That's it, yep. So Windermere Collision Center uh, in Windermere, Florida, which is basically Orlando, Florida, on the outside. Looks like they're certified to take care of Tesla's Rivians. Uh, Mercedes, Lexus, authorized Collision Center, GM, Volvo, Alfa Romeo, Nissan, Hyundai. Etc. Etc. Great man. He just turned sixty years old as well. So, so there you go. WCC Windermere Collision Center dot com. Visit them for all your collision needs. Hopefully you don't have any, but if you do, check them out. If you have a premium vehicle, how'd you like that? That was good. It was very good. Like you bring me on the radio. Guys. Are we not sounding legit? Do Jeez. we not? We, our headphones, our new mics. Listen, our whole setup. How's this? This is amazing. I have a voice that melts records. <laughs> Okay. Listen, you have a voice for radio, but a face for TV. Oh, wow. Thank you. Appreciate that. You're welcome. Uh, So zero to 10 boxing gloves. We'll jump right in. Almost everyone that drinks bourbon, you've had Maker's Mark before, the the, the unusual stuff. Maker's Mark is very... The usual stuff. Obviously, this is a little different. It's private select. We get private select. Uh, So talk to me. What do you think? Zero to 10. Hmm. Hmm. So I rate my stuff based on three different things, and they always change, and I can't remember them right now. Mm-hmm. Something like how I feel, yep. how it tastes. Yep. I don't know what the third one is. Mm. Whatever. I'm going to go 7.5. Oh, okay. 7.5. Wow. It means, it means Weekend Trap's feeling pretty good. Evidently. <laughs> um, I've had a little bit. And I'm in a caloric deficit right now, so it's feel I'm feeling it. But it's giving me the whole like the like if you look at the label on the front, it's talking about some of the stuff: the roasted French mocha, the toasted French spice. I actually pull some of those up when I'm when I'm drinking this. Um, <clears throat> I won't go as high as seven point five. Doesn't mean it's bad, but I'm gonna go six point nine. Ooh, I, you like six? So that's gonna give us a seven point. Wait, hold on. Six, six, three, two. 7.2 average. 7.2 boxing gloves out of 10 for the Maker's Mark Private Select uh, 2019 batch. Did this I get pre- that all? This is pretty cool. Yeah. Okay. I'm just like reading all this, like the Stav. Is it Stave? I want to say Stave. I'm not. I'm not classy, cool I'm not classy enough stuff. to know. It's pretty cool. Um, yeah, I liked it. 
Based on how I feel, how it tastes. How it tastes. Oh, wait, maybe it's smell. I think smell too. How do you smell or how it smells? Oh, how smell, do I smell? I smell pretty good. Yeah. I think. But it was pretty cool. Okay. Well, it, I like it. It wasn't terrible. So there we go. There we go. So that's going to be a seven. We have two more to taste. We have the 2020. Yeah. We got a lot of stuff to drink through, and I, I still have some stuff to bring over too. And it, we got we got bourbon for a little while and whiskey for a little we while. We got bourbon for days. For days. Uh, 7.2 boxing gloves on the Maker's Mark Private Select Batch 2019. Make sure I clarify that. Uh, Weekend Trav, did I miss anything? We don't have a stat boy. We don't have someone to correct us here. Um, did we miss anything? I don't think so because we also added a new stat, which was he was a valedictorian. Oh, that's a big one. It's a huge one. That's a big one. But also, B-Money's birthday is next Friday. So if anybody wants to send anything to Weighing and with Travis Harvin podcast, please message us. Wow. And we will deliver it to Big time plugs. So if you guys, it's B-Money's birthday. Like, no, no, on. I meant. Come on. B-Money's birthday is next okay, Friday. Okay, let me guys. clarify my statement right there. I said big time plugs for my birthday. Not that I want <laughs> big time plugs <laughs> sent. I don't so, want any of those. If you're a friend of the show, please don't, send him. Don't. Big time plugs. The last thing I need is that. Um, we can travel. I don't even want to end. Remember when our shows used to go on for like an hour and a half? Yeah. But the fact that we sound so smooth, I don't even want to end the show. Do you, like I'm with like the new headphones. Look at this. And like, I keep hitting the mic. Like, Folks, I know you do. You Hello. Gotta step back. Hello. You don't need all that. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. You don't need to be all up in its its face. I just want to tell you that, okay, at least your microphone is erect like mine. It is. I had it at a level, but I needed to have it erect. So it got to me in a perfect way. So I had to put my microphone at an erect position. Towards your mouth. Got it. <laughs> so listen, new mics, new booms. We got the we got the new new headphones. Man. All the drip. Is that what they call it? They don't call it drip anymore, do they? I don't know, but we should. I think can we bring it back? We got it. Can we start like can we start a new trend again? This is where people have already tuned out, so we yeah. can just keep going. We can say whatever we want. Yeah, whatever. Nobody's listening. Mm. Literally nobody's listening. And if you are, comment below and say we I actually was listening. There's if you actually listen to the end, I'm shocked. If you listen to the end, Please comment, whether it's on Spotify, YouTube, wherever you hear us. Please comment because what's, we'll give you we'll give you something. What's funny? We'll give you a shout out. Yeah, we can we find something. Maybe some swill. Where's the swill? Maybe some, I, I, I put that away because I don't want If you you're to over the age of 21, we'll send you some swill. Um, yeah, where was I going with whatever I was saying? I don't know either. I don't know, but it seemed like oh, it was a good yeah. idea. Because sometimes we'll get these random comments on YouTube. I'm like, and they might be like, you know, Biting a biting you hole in us, but I'm like, oh, they listened. Yeah, <laughs> it's like the most random thing to argue with us about. Have you ever gotten mad at one of those comments? No. I guess I haven't. Yeah, I'm like, I'm you're like, saying I'm like, you listened. I'm so happy. I'm like, you guys didn't know NOA dropped all the belts. So, I actually so said real. in that one podcast, right. like, I I think he did, but I'm not sure. But that was like deep in the podcast, which means you listened. Yep. And li- like, listen, wow. when we don't know something for sure. Yeah. We say that. Yeah, we don't We're know. Like, and... Hey, I'm pretty sure this is what it is. Even boxing, like I feel like I'm a pretty big boxing fan. I try to get things correct. I do, hmm. but I do miss it sometimes. So if I'm not 100% sure, I'll tell you guys that. But what I am 100% sure on is I'm going to the fights. Yeah. August 18th yeah. at Crib Royale. Yeah. Most valuable promotions to Jake Gosh. Paul's promotion on DAZN, part of Box Lab Promotions. You, Nestor Bravo, many of it. Let's hey, go. Hey, you have a mission then. If it's there's a high profile person in attendance and you're able to get the quickest of FaceTime 
they need you need a video of them wishing me a happy birthday. Oh, that's great. Maybe see, you know what? That you know, I think the whole crowd needs to like sing you happy birthday. If you can get something like that going, my gosh. You know, it, it doesn't get any better. It doesn't. My, I'm gonna look at my family's gifts like what is this? <laughs> what is this? I'm in. You what know what? This? You've already you challenged me and as Amanda a Serrano just wished me a happy birthday. Great. I don't know if she's there. She who knows if she'll be there or not. She was there last time. So. Yeah, but last time is last time. She she's also there. Fight. Jake Paul might be there. Well, I mean she had a fight coming up, so part of that was probably like making sure her name was still like out there and her face was out there. Maybe but maybe Edgar Berlingo will be there again. Oh, that's your boy, not mine anymore. <laughs> He's on his own. Dude, if if yeah, so he might be there. Your, he your, was there last time. I think he's in May. I think he's training in Florida now. Hmm. I think he was over in Tampa or something like that. Well, I know my boy Richard Torres won't be because he's top rank, right? That's true. And yep, uh, they do not. They're they're competitors. We know Canelo won't be because he's no longer with the zone. That's true. Uh, he's fighting Drew Charlie. Oh. What else are we missing? What I feel like I just want to keep talking. I mean, I, I'm okay with that. Do you what? guys know at home? <laughs> Nobody's listening, so we could literally, we could literally say anything. Say but whatever. we're not going to go into politics, How which we used I to this? a lot. I could hear the, your fuzz. I know. It, so stop it. It's not fuzz. That's a beard. Guess, yeah, it is. <laughs> did Did you all know that we can travel and be money at the end of September? You know where we're going to be? Green Bay. Lambeau Field. Yeah, you know what though? For I'm a little green, upset with the you. Green Bay Packers taking on the Detroit Lions on a Thursday night football game. We're going to be in attendance. Kind of big time. Big time. We're going to be in attendance in Lambeau end of September. We're going to be there. We're going to be in Green Bay, Wisconsin for a couple of days, enjoying ourselves thoroughly. Thoroughly. Um, but I'm a little upset with you. Why is that? You finally dragged me to a Green Bay Packer game. Mm-hmm. Brett Favre's not there. Oh, stop it. Aaron Rodgers is not there. The next Hall of Famer's there. Now he's Jordan good. Love. <laughs> Everyone's in love he's with... He's got a good name. He had... Jordan and Love. Of course. How do, you, how do you beat that? You know how it goes with the Twitter files, and you know how it goes with everyone in the media. The preseason game against the Bengals, he was in for two drives, which is fine. And he played great. So now they're like, oh. That's great. Now it's, they're in love with him. Preseason. And watch, second next preseason game, he's going to suck it up. I'm pretty sure the 94-95 when the Cowboys won the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure they went 0-2 in preseason. Was that the last time they won one? <laughs> yes, it was. It is. I don't know why I laughed about that because that kind of hurts. That's true. The truth hurts. Cut her a little bit. The truth hurts. All right, it's we can dagger. try. Should we keep talking? <laughs> what's, what, what's our time? I don't what know. Do what's got? What would Joe Rogan do? We just keep we talking. We can do whatever the... We want to. The F we want. We okay. literally can. I mean, like, who we cares? Could, we could talk about... You know what's fun about all this? mushrooms, DMT. <laughs> we could talk about all sorts of I stuff. I did watch a little bit of Hard Knocks, which is the new I Jets. refuse to watch it. Oh, I watched I watched the first episode. Refuse to watch Why? it. Why? Because I'm you, hurt. Are you... And I'm hurt. Yeah, but you love Aaron And Rogers. I'm hurt. You still love Aaron Rodgers. And I'm hurt. But you love him. Though. In my office... Right? My corporate office, I used to have a huge photo of him winning you took it down the super bowl it's autographed i had to take it down I, could, I was so hurt i can't look i can't see it anymore i can't see it anymore <sighs> oh that okay that's okay so I, now it's in I'm my home like I, my home office i feel like i opened the world. my office in my house i have it there now but it's behind the door i just can't look at it because it's sad it's sad i wish him well but not too well i mean do the jets play the packers no. at all no. In the regular season? I don't believe so. So if you played them, it would be in the Super Bowl. 
Yeah. Right, because you're in different divisions. Honestly, they're not. neither of us are going to the Super Bowl. I'm sorry, Jets fans, if you're listening still, as much as now you were on the Aaron Rodgers train, just remember where you were about a year or two ago, maybe three years ago, making fun of the Packers with it, Rodgers, that he's a nutcase and he can't get it done and he chokes. Guess what? Your turn's next. You got him. It's kind of funny that Aaron Rodgers well, went now, to a New York team. But now, yeah, but now what's crazy is that the media loves him now right of now. Of course. What ha- what happened? All of a sudden he leaves a small market team and they love him? That's why he went there, I feel like. Also, not to get political, but Aaron Rodgers was anti COVID vaccine. Yeah. And then he goes to New York. Oh, which, where they're very which the CDC, state. the CDC quietly recommended now ivermectin when it comes to the big C. Yeah. Did you see that? The mm. FDA is now allowing doctors mm. to prescribe that for COVID. Interesting times. Um, we can travel. I guess we should wrap it up, right? Final thoughts. That's what she said. Um, <laughs> Nestor Bravo's last name is actually Velasquez, by the way. I'm just looking at his box track profile. It's cool when it's Bravo. But it's Nestor Bravo. Yeah. Bravo. That sounds a lot better. Bravo. Sounds more like Italian, though. So, Bravo. and he's not Italian. He's not. He's a Puerto Rican. Um, Viva Puerto Rico. Uh, I, <laughs> oh, you'll thoughts. get a ton of that on Friday. Viva Puerto Rico. I remember last time his wife was very, very vocal and very pregnant, I believe. Yes. For oh, his last fight yeah. in February. So, I wonder so if she'll be there. She's had the baby, probably. Yeah. So, should be very interesting fight. Um, Listen, I am, again, I'm very pro-boxing, but I'm also, have we ever really told any, like, major lies on this podcast? Like, I feel like no. we just honestly give stats and give it as, as real as we can. We obviously give our opinion and our spin on things. Which is what this is about. But I don't think we actually ever openly lie about Why would anything. We? Why right? would we? Like, because we could get called out, even though nobody's listening this long, but, um, yeah. I just want to say that What's to lie about? boxing is awesome right now. It is. In my opinion, it's always awesome, but I love boxing, clearly. But it really is. It's, it's firing on all cylinders, mm. and I'm seeing this in the boxing training realm, in the boxing competing realm, in the mm-hmm. bare knuckle box. You're seeing it all over. Mm-hmm. Boxing is um, definitely hitting on all cylinders right now, and I want to continue to be a part of making boxing great again, mm-hmm. <laughs> part of our podcast. Um, but I think boxing is great. I think everybody should learn the basic disciplines of boxing. But also, if you're in Orlando, come August 18th to the boxing matches. You will thoroughly enjoy it, and maybe your kid will be a pro one day. Yeah, and then you could take a video with Weekend Trav wishing me a happy birthday. It's possible. But yeah, I do agree. I, I think we live in such a world of divisiveness, and um, I think we clamor to sports for that reason because we can collectively appreciate, or at least be under that same umbrella of, of just appreciating combat sports, sports in general. And I know there's a lot of non-sport fans, but you're probably not listening to us right now, so I don't give a crap. Um, <clears throat> but I think that's what at least brings us together. And we might not be on the same side of the field or the same side of the ring, but the fact that we appreciate sports and sports entertainment and combat sports and all these things takes us away from the ugliness of the world. There you go. Did you get the whole thing? Because the whole thing sounded really good. Um, anyways, even if you didn't, I like that. That's my final thought. And all I'm going to say over here is that over there is the talent we can trap. That there is B-Money, a.k.a. producer, a.k.a. 
The man, the myth, the legend. I love the new headphones and the microphone. Bingo. Happy birthday to me. Happy. Are you going to come in for birthday punches? Uh, that would be a big negative ghost rider. I ain't doing that. You should. Why? Because you're part of See, I thought we were TH ending. Boxing. I, we were ending, but TH Boxing is different. Am I going to Price? No. Yeah, are you? No. Well, they come TH Boxing. I wanna, we let you put a pad on. You guys won't even be awake on Saturday. I have lessons in the morning on Saturday. Oh, goodness. Good luck. <laughs> so we'll be awake. Good luck. I don't After care about Friday. the pad and stuff, but... I, we just had two kids you missed, by the way. And so did Isaac. Hopefully he comes back. But um, we did two birthdays. We had... Oh. Uh, Iowa's birthday and Adric. Oh, okay. Adric turned 16. Oh, gosh, he's an animal for 16. Um, okay, that this is now the real ending, correct? So that was episode 132. Thank you so much for your support. If you have yet to subscribe, please do so below YouTube, uh, uh, Rumble, any of the audio sources if you're picking us up on Spotify or iHeartRadio, Amazon Alexa, all that good stuff. We are available. Wayne in with Travis Hartman also on Instagram. You can find us on Facebook and the like. We are all over the place for your listening and viewing pleasure. And once again, the real close, that over there is the talent. Weekend Trav. Amen. God bless. Be my producer. Oh, be my Thank producer. You. I already did it once. I didn't know how And to I just did it again. twice for you. God dang it. We, that, is, that is B Money, aka producer, the new, aka the man, the myth, the legend. The new gear is the throwing face us for off. TV, but yet we're on a podcast. But that's also why we do a video. The new gear is throwing us off. It is. God bless.